and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 313 for Patch 6.2. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. And this is Root, coming up here in episode number 313 of HearthCast, Steps to Transition into a New Expansion. We're going to look at a very bad idea for cross-game promotions, and we're going to check out what we're looking forward to in the Blizzard Universe. Hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Root. What's been going on with you this week in the uh, Blizzard Universe? Well, this week I made some progress on my Lunara pink sparkle pony skin, as I like to call it. Yay! And uh, some more progress on my sparkle hearthstone mage, as I'm calling it now. Oh, okay. Which is just the golden mage. You're just all about the sparkle. I love sparkles. All about the sparkle. No, what's the opposite of sparkle? (laughs) Um, Dullness. All right, you're all about the sparkle. No dullness. There you go. There you go. All right, that was... (laughs) Odd. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're getting. That's okay. it. <laughs> uh, on my uh, hunter, cleaned up her bags a little bit. That's important. It is. It is very important. It, it is stressful to have um, full bags. It is. Especially if you're going to go into like, you know, a dungeon or time walking or anything else. Yeah, or do LFR with you. What? Yeah, I Ooh, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did at the last wing of LFR. Archimon LFR. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Got that done. Yep. I think I did pretty well. My DPS wasn't the highest because I'm a lot of practice, but I am better at staying out of the bad now. Yeah, there's a lot of bad in the ground on that fight, too. I was, like, the first time we did it, there was a wipe, and I was one of the last people to die. You so. were, but in all fairness, I knew there was going to be a wipe from the get-go because there were still people eating when the mage pulled. Oh, all right, goodness. That's, that's a bad <laughs> sign when the mage pulls, okay? Yeah. So I was like, ah, this is going to be a wipe. Yeah. That's cool. I saw the ending cinematic. It's a little neat? confusing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Confu- yeah, but it was neat. There's a few other wings I need to complete, so I'll probably start doing that. I got one tome out of that, which makes sense. So, Oh, yeah. You're still working yeah, on your legendary ring. That. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. That's that still thing. a thing. I know. I know. <laughs> I will help you with that because I okay. enjoy that. Plus, uh, I, gotta, I, I guess I'll, I'll start brutal off on that. I got to get him caught up to wherever the legendary ring quest starts. I'll, I'll do that, and then we'll, we'll start on that. Sounds good. How about you? Well, like you said, we we did the LFR, and uh, I ran over to your garrison, and and Freck, I'm a little disappointed. At what? At your garrison. <laughs> what about it? You had a level two, uh, what you call it? Herb, herb garden. garden. And no follower assigned to it. I don't herb every day. Oh, uh, you should. It's one of those chores I just, I got tired of All doing. Right, yeah, but... I, I I waited for you outside your little uh, the end, not the end, but your little base, whatever the fort, the main. Yeah. As as my sandstone Drake form, which is a gift you, another gift you purchased for me or, or obtained oh, yeah, several for years me. Ago, yeah. I took you over. We got you the gore petals, gore fiends, whatever his name is, gore petals. Yeah. Gentle grasp. So now your herbing happens like instantaneously, so you don't even worry about it. But you need to get yourself to level three. You need to sign a follower. You need to grow nothing but frostweed. Okay, that's good because I actually hate having all the different stacks in my bag. Yep. 
uh, nothing but frost weed. Don't worry about the other junk because you'll get enough of that junk from uh, when you do the the dailies, not the dailies, but when you turn in your your drainer seeds to the chick there. The work orders. The work orders. Yeah, you'll get enough of those extra herbs from her, and you have um, you've got the uh, what you call the trading post, right? Yes. Okay. Well, you'll get enough of the extra herbs from her to work on your trading post to get garrison resources when you trade them in on your dailies there for your work orders. Okay, you're assuming something, though. I know. You're I assuming am. just because I'm going to start doing Alfar with you, I'm going to start doing daily stuff. Well, I'm going to get you golded up. You'll see. Ah, all right. You'll see. So we did that. That was cool. That was fun. No, wait a minute. When you came to my garrison, was there still Christmas stuff up? Uh, or did I take it down right before you showed up? I don't know. It was really weird because when I got there, you were like running out of your garrison. I'm like, no, come back. And then you came back and then you ran into your garrison and then you started doing like your follower missions. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I didn't see you. <laughs> no, I ran out because I told the uh, events coordinator to take down the Christmas decorations. Oh, But okay. it was still snowing. <laughs> so I was like, do I need to go outside the garrison and let it load again? Uh, and so I was running out and coming back in. I think mine just, I don't, I, you know, I think mine just took themselves down. I don't remember No, ever. they don't take themselves down unless you tell it to. Really? You might Maybe. not have bought that many, though. Like, I, I got the true. snow machine. It's like snowing. Everyone's <laughs> dressed in like all the, the green elf that. costumes. And there's still, like, one random panda still wearing an elf costume after I told him. <laughs> well, maybe he just likes it. I guess so. He's just like, That's just his outfit. this outfit, it, be, it, it fits me, okay? Santa Claus outfit, you know, it's good for a panda. It is. Yeah. It really is. I, I have the um, guild standards up in mine. I just got those. Those are cool. Awesome. So those are neat. Uh, what else? So we did the LFR. got you kind of squared away on the right track a little bit with your garrisons. That's cool. Here's something that's really kind of bugging me a little bit here, Freck. What's that? Shipyard missions in particular on Fruit and Brutal. Two times on each. So that's a total of four. I've gotten the quote-unquote rare mission, the Orphaned Aquatic Rescue. What does that give you? Uh, left Shark. Here's a little pet. Oh, cool. Yeah. Here's the thing. That quote-unquote rare mission that I've gotten twice on both of those guys is the single, one, and only mission Root needs to complete everything from the shipyard. <laughs> and it's not proccing on okay. Root. Well, is this a particular achievement that shows? Yeah. Oh. It's the only one I need for the last achievement. It is the last achievement that I need in the shipyard, and that is the last mission I need to complete that. So after that, you're just going to stop doing the shipyard? Uh, no. I'll still do it. So... You get a Pexus crystals and gold? And stuff, you still get rewards. Okay, so it's not like you fin- you get this rare quest and you're going to be, quote, done with the shipyard. No, but th- it's it's that looming thing. It's that, that, that fruit right out of reach. It's that nugget. You know, I wonder if that rare thing is like an account. It's not. It's not? It's not. I try, cause, are, I you, are you sure you're not not getting on a route because you are getting it on your other tunes? No. I've read the forums. The forums are like chock-a-block full of people just complaining about that particular mission, how it procs wildly, insanely a whole bunch on alts, but not on their main. What (sighs) is Love Shark? Yeah, but it's the special snowflake. the last one I need. And it didn't count because I've got him. You know, I got him. I'm like, sweet, I got him. No, it doesn't count. I'm like, oh, man, what a shame. I'm sorry. This sounds frustrating. I know how you like to tie up loose ends. I do. Yeah. I really do. And that's and just the like last, the thread. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the last one I need. Yeah. That's it. I get it. 
I don't. <laughs> Root doesn't anyhow. All the other, my all, let's get it. No problem. Twice, really. And one of them had like a. Uh, it was under my threshold, so it was in a sixty percent. I normally don't do anything that's that is under seventy percent chance of success on a shipyard mission. Mm-hmm. And it was like a sixty three percent. And I'm like, I'm gonna do it. And I got it. I'm like, what? All right, well. And then I was really hoping that it would account for account wide or something, and it doesn't. I timed myself this morning on all of my garrisons, which are four. I now have four complete level three garrisons. Rushing it, including account changes, uh, it took me 20 minutes this morning to do four. So it's five minutes apiece, a little, little longer than I thought it would That's take. That's not bad, me. though. But... <laughs> So, so something happened uh, when you and I were uh, running. No, it's after we ran. After we ran LFR, you made a comment about, oh, I only need X, like one or two more fragments from something archaeology you were doing. Oh, yes. I was working on uh, the Vicral drinking horn. I needed 15 more fragments. And so I, I said, said 85 out of 100. Right. You were yeah. almost there. I didn't yeah, have any. And, it, and it's the last toy I need for. My archaeology toys. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Let me jump on fruit and I'll, I'll throw up a uh, portal for you. I made the comment, I can't type camp. And you laughed at me. And you said, type camp? What do, what do you mean type camp? Just press escape and log out. I had never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't get so I did it. I'm surprised I didn't get an achievement when I did my garrisons <laughs> because it's it's faster. Locked out through mouse only. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just had some uber elite reason why you always did slash camp. I've it's I've just always done slash camp. When I leave the game, I do slash exit. I've just always been keyboard centric. True, and a mouse centric so. And so it was really weird this morning. I'm like, escape, blog out. That was like fast. <laughs> Why haven't I been doing this for the last six years? I even asked you, I'm like, what's it to do? What's it do? What's log out do? What's it going to do to me? You're like, you thought it would exit the game completely. I was well, like, there, no, it takes to the character selection. I didn't know what it's going to do because there is an exit game one. Yeah. And there's log out. That's just, for some reason, in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't want to log out of the game. I just want to get to the character selection screen. Yeah, so if you were to hit log out and then once you're in the character selection screen, hit the back button, then it would take you to the log the, in account screen. login. Right. And that's kind of maybe, I think, in the back of my mind what I thought it was going to do to me. That makes sense. But I never, ever bothered to validate <laughs> that assumption. <laughs> Didn't test it. Didn't, like, you know, test the assumption there. So, and part of my timing this morning, I'm like, escape, log out. Oh, that was fast. <laughs> That's cool. Write that down. Escape, log out. <laughs> Remember that one. So, yeah, not bad. 20 minutes, four garrisons. So, I have little patterns that I do, things that I do in a certain orders. I don't know if you picked up on one of my shortcuts. No. You probably weren't paying attention when no. I flew you over to your herb garden. I was paying attention. Yeah. I was looking at something else when you were following me. So your inn is right where my inn is. And most I think most people's inns are right there next to their main building. Yeah. At least in the horde garrisons. 
and you can fly right over the corner top of it, right over to your herb garden. It's just a little shortcut I take. Oh, okay. Uh, I know you didn't notice. No. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so coming up this week, let's look into uh, maybe running some more Archimon to get you some gear, me right. some gear. Yeah. Uh, wait till the Tuesday reset. Make sure we have our coins this time so we can actually roll some some coin, get extra loot rolls, and then uh, we'll go down. We'll just work our way down and uh, see what we get. We got an email from some dude talking about the amount of information being data mined before expansions and even patches. And then he posed to us this question. With the amount of data mining that happens before a new expansion is released, what is your philosophy on the transition into new expansion? Yeah, like, do we get into the alpha, learn as much as possible firsthand? Read every bit of information the devs put on Twitter. Stay glued to fan sites and podcasts that thrive on having the latest news. Or a theory craft your way through a maze of ever-changing numbers. There's a lot of information out there when new expansions come out. Even new patches when they come out. All this, There's just tons of information. Me, personally, I watch cinematics. You know, the release cinematics, the in-game cinematics. I read patch notes because I like to keep up on those. But then I kind of wait for the big sites like Noxic, Icy Veins, Ask Mr. Robot, Wowhead. I wait for all those big sites to do all the heavy lifting. And there's one particular guy on on the YouTube that I watch, and that's Preach. I wait for him, and I see what he's got to say. Because he's no nonsense to me. He looks at it. He's not a number crunchy guy. Yeah, he'll give you numbers, but he is the most honest, I think, kind of person. He'll make fun of a class. He'll like, oh, you absolutely destroy things with this. You not he just like doesn't give you like the number numbers, but it gives you what's going on. So I kind of like his delivery style. Now, as far as the Wow Alpha, yeah, I'm in it. But well, it's not like I don't like to spoil things. I know it's a lot of people like, well, I don't want to be in the Alpha because I don't want to spoil. I don't. I don't feel that way. But as I said in uh, the previous episode, in number 312, I'm not a big fan of repeating quest lines. So if the alpha had like alpha only stuff in it, I would be more involved in the alpha. But once you realize that as soon as you're done with the alpha and they release the game and you're now redoing those starting zones, that irks me. What about you, Freck? I have a hard time trusting data mining because it doesn't give you the context. Um, when you look at what's being released now into um, the Legion Alpha, it's it's parts and bits of the game. And and people have already come out and said and, and made like wild things about how the followers hall is going to be. Yeah, it's just the, the garrison. The class hall. <laughs> well, yeah, and people, they, they look at what's available there now and say, okay, well, it's like this. And then right. the devs say, no, you're not seeing the whole picture. Right. So people are making an assumption based on... Partial information. I'm also not a competitive player, so I don't really feel the need to try to understand my class changes before I'm able to experience it. 
I would rather wait until the pre-patch to get in there and get a feel of what's different because just reading for it isn't going to help me understand it. And I'd rather wait until it's live, personally. Also, when a certain feature doesn't materialize, I tend to remember that. And it throws oh, off my experience. Yeah. Like, I still remember how there is the perception of what mounted combat meant for <laughs> Wrath of the Lich King. Ever. That was like forever ago. I know. I was really hoping you weren't going to say Dance Studio. No. <laughs> there was a, a thing in EverQuest. We got the EverQuest book, which I still have. They claim that trees will grow in Quenyos or whatever the Sony EQ land was. Trees were supposed to grow. Never happened. And people used to highlight that. It's in your documentation that you released <laughs> in the game. It says trees are going to grow. The trees aren't growing. See, it's those expectations that we have that, that never materialize. So, yeah, I can see that. Exactly, yeah. Now, if you want to take that question a little broader, other than just um, number crunching, you know, how do you prepare for transitioning into an expansion? Hmm, Okay. So to me, there's two phases. First phase happens before the pre-patch, and that's collecting. So we have this wardrobe feature coming. So I'll learn about the wardrobe, try to see how it works, play around in the alpha, but know that it may or may not work. Quite like that. But I know the basic of it, that every piece of gear that you collect will go into a collection rather than you having it stay in your bags. So for this phase... Collecting as much gear as possible is beneficial. True. Now, there will come a time after the pre-patch that I'll probably go in and get rid of a bunch of stuff. Mm. And I'll probably get rid of, you know, uh, mats for this expansion, try to sell it off if possible. Things that I'm just not going to pursue anymore. And the reason why you want to wait for the pre-patch is because you don't always want to assume that something is going to be useless. Until you know that it's going to be useless. Very good point. Okay. Um, I know I was talking to Guildmate uh, a while back after Drainer first came out. And they had sold all of the restored artifacts from archaeology. Oh, wow. Thinking that you know, this is current currency. It's not going to carry over. But it did carry over. And it works exactly the same in Warlords of Drainer as it did in Mist and Pandaria. You know, you make a point here about not trusting data mining. Uh, I'm a big fan of not trusting data mining. Because I know that there are false positives put in there. Like on purpose? Sure. Oh. They're going to, Blizzard is known for it, and so are other developers, for putting things in uh, files that never see the light of day. Now, whether they're there on purpose, whether they're there for future development, or whether they're there for complete just let's see what people find and what wild speculation becomes of this. That remains to be seen. But there are voice files that are just full. WoW is full of voice files and voice uh, VO work that is never seen in the game. But people will data mine it. They'll hear it and they'll go, oh, there's this voice that says whatever, you know, from the beyond, you will be reborn. And like well, that means this. Like, you know, yeah, you know who that or is. even just a voice from a particular character that never actually shows up in WoW. Yeah, or or it could be like one of the guys who did, you know, one of the other voices in the game. That could have been, I don't know, like the guy who did Deathwing's voice could do something that is similar to Deathwing's voice and saying something similar to what Deathwing would say, 
you know, I am reborn from the ashes of Kilimanjaro because reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but that has like absolutely nothing to do. But when people go on from this wild speculation. Uh, in Mr. Pandaria, I remember there's this huge, crazy, wild speculation about this guild mount. That supposedly, like, your entire guild could jump on this mount, and one person could drive this guild mount around. It never came around. Well, that's my knowledge. So, there are things that people assume, based on data mining, that never happen. Wild speculation becomes of it. And like you said, then everybody gets let down. Where, you know, Blizzard just looks at it and goes, we never said that. Oh, we never said anything like that. You guys assumed that you inferred that based on the data, but we never said that. Plus, and I think I'm going to echo your sentiments here, Freck. I want my expectations to be what my expectations are on release day. I don't want to expect something and then have a different experience delivered to me. Because that's what you'll remember. Yeah. You'll remember the bad. You'll remember, that's not yeah. what I expect. That's not, yeah. oh. I do love reading about it, though. I like reading the speculation, but I, I keep an open mind. Now, do you prepare yourself in other ways? Let's see. Um, well, I do, you know, data mining for what I think is going to lose value on the auction house. I do a lot of that. Okay. But as far as the game game, I kind of ignore that. My, I'm more concerned about how am I going to maintain making money in gold through the transition of this expansion. Yeah, okay. So what's going to lose value that I need to get rid of? What is going to suddenly increase in value that needs to stock up on? Sure. Yeah. What is going to be important for the immediate? What's, you know, what's some recipes that are coming out? What do I need to go farm immediately? What do I need to get up as fast as I can? You know, do, do I need to switch professions? Because... Like, going into drain or, you know, mining just died. You know, that was pretty good in mop. You made a pretty good living in miner and mop. You get into warlord's drain or and mining was dead. So, you, you know, you never know. You never know. But even then, I mean, I switched away from mining, but it wasn't like I needed to switch away before we got into garrisons. You know, it was only after I'd hit 100 after I'd had you know, the mine uh, already set up level three, they went, oh, this is really redundant. And, oh, look how easy it is to start a crafting profession from level one. I can do everything through my garrison without having to learn any old recipes. And once they figured that out, I went, oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense to drop mining. I dropped mining very early on. So Yeah. See, yeah. if someone had told me, oh, well, mining's going to be worthless, so you need to drop it before the expansion hits, I don't know that I really would have benefited I probably wouldn't have, and I didn't, because yeah. I need to see raw data. I need to see it for myself. I need to see what's going on. I need to watch, you know, Undermine Journal and WoW Auction and see the numbers. And when I saw those numbers skyrocketing, I knew it was time to get out. Whereas in, for me personally, in, in Mr. Pandaria, the numbers of miners were very low, so I was making a lot of gold, flipping ore and getting ore and putting ore out there, but it just died off. So it's, it's something to watch. What kind of professions are going to be there? I like looking at the recipes and what, you know, what cool uh, new thing, what gear is going to be built, what, what, what components of that gear. You know, do I need to go get skinning back up? What do I need to do to make these new hot items, especially for leveling? Look at the leveling stuff. That's what I look at. 
What are people going to get to level fast? Because that's what I want to supply. You know, it's the old adage about the uh, California gold rush. You know, do you want to be the guy digging for gold? Or do you want to be the guy selling shovels? I want to be the guy selling shovels. Because the amount of people digging for gold is high versus the amount of people actually striking gold. But all those people digging for gold, they need shovels. That's a really good analogy. Thank you. It's one, not mine, it's been used for years in sales, so. (laughs) But yeah, just, you know, just build shovels. That's a very interesting question that was uh, posed to us by some dude. So, uh, do you have any thoughts, opinions? You want to share your strategy with us about how you get ready for the next expansion, how you transition? Uh, Send us an email over at podcast at hearthcast.com. So, Frank, when do crossover promotions cross the line? When do they go too far? They definitely could. Don't think they're there yet. I think I think there's a good balance. But there was a forum post that kind of struck me that I was reading. And uh, a player posted this. Since Blizzard is doing crossovers like Reach Level 20 and WoW to unlock this hero in Hearthstone... I think that players that have reached Legend in Hearthstone should be given a unique title in WoW for their tunes. It would add a little more reward that goes along with reaching Legend in Hearthstone and draw more players to both games instead of just one. Well, that is an interesting proposition. To say the least. And it got me thinking. You know, Blizzard has already offered us a lot of different cross-game promotions. We covered a list of them a few episodes back. So when players start asking for more and for different ones, you have to wonder, well, what's making them ask for it? They either want to show off their achievements in other places, or they don't value the reward for the achievement. Hmm. I think the number, I think the latter is uh, more accurate. For this particular one, yeah. I think I think this particular person is complaining that the amount of effort that it takes to get to Legend in Hearthstone, it's very difficult. You have to get to rank one, and then it's competitive on top of that. But my question on that is, as a WoW player, Icky Hickpickle. ¿Cómo se dice? Now that means, I can't imagine how I could possibly care less. It's an abbreviation. Icky Hick Pickle. <laughs> All right. That's a new one for me. Are you saying that you don't care about how little reward they're getting for the effort they put in? Or you don't care that they are legend rank in Hearthstone? I don't care that they're legend rank in Hearthstone. It means absolutely nothing to me in the world of Warcraft. All right. That's a good point. To me, if you have a crossover reward... It should be something that well, anybody could get. If you can have a super duper hard, you just said legendary is hard and competitive, rank one, all this other kind of junk, right? It's crazy hard to get. You have to have a combination of talent, luck, and a lot of time put into it in in a single uh, short amount of time because that uh, rank resets monthly. 
All right. Well, let me let me uh, give you a little story here for it. Okay. Uh, last year, you and I and a group of friends embarked on a voyage via airplane. We went from Orlando, Florida to Anaheim, California. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to wear the one shirt that I think is my coolest shirt to wear on a plane trip from here to Anaheim, California. You remember what t-shirt I wore? I do not. That was months ago. That was years, almost a year ago. I wore the shirt that says, I'd rather be podcasting. Oh, that's right. And I thought, man, I am so smart. Everybody's going to look at this shirt and go, uh-huh. oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Nobody did. Nobody cared. One person the entire <laughs> trip noticed the shirt and made a comment. One person. I think there was a study done of people wearing uh, T-shirts with outlandish sayings that they perceived that they were receiving more attention than they were. Okay. This, that study <laughs> should be applied to this guy's scenario. Okay. All right. Well, what, what you're saying is, are you saying you're neutral? Toward whether what what title that somebody else has. Okay, so I'm gonna say this guy's title, right? Okay. okay. Okay, let's say this title is a really cool title and I'm intrigued. And I go, oh okay. wow. You, the right. le- let's say it says legend. Or the legend. Freckleface, the legend, right? Right. And I go, Oh, that is so cool. Cause that's a pretty cool title. I'll okay. admit that yeah, is a cool yeah. title. How did you get that? Well, it's pretty simple. I got legend, you know, legendary in, in Hearthstone. Oh. I have now zero interest in that title. Are you not impressed because you're not interested in Hearthstone? I'm not impressed because, you know, honestly, I don't know what it takes. So okay. I'm not impressed. All right. It sounds difficult. You've already described it to me, so I kind of have a little bit of insight there. And I know people who have played, and I know that it is difficult. I know that's something I will never, ever in a million bazillion years ever achieve. So it's completely off my radar. Now. If I see you show up and you got a cool mount, and I go, man, that is a sweet looking mount. How'd you get that mount? And you go, well, I'll, well, I got level 20 in Hearthstone. I go, wow, uh, that's pretty good. Or play 10 games or whatever it is. Oh, well, that's not, too, I could do that. Now it's something I can achieve. Because if I look at it and you tell me, in order for you to get this cool title, you will have to get this. That's something I'll never do. So guess what? I'm never going to start that journey. You're never going to start it, and how do you now feel? What's Worthless. your mood? I'm horrible. I'm, I'm, I'm put down. Put down. Frustrated. Yeah, this is just, you know, Blizzard trying to get me to spend more money in a game that I don't like. Do you feel that some people would feel incentivized? Only the hardcore. Like, if you had hardcore Hearthstone players, and they saw that title, and they go, Oh, what'd you do to get that? Oh, you got Legendary? I'm going to go get legendary. Oh, I'm going to go hard. I'm going to go ham on this thing and get it. Okay, 1% of the population will do that. Okay, so only if you're already interested in Hearthstone. Yeah, it's not going to. Uh-huh. And, and that's not what cross-game promotions are for. That's not what the rewards are for. The rewards are not to, you know, fly your, your, your geek flag high. They're not. They're to entice other people to actually play the game. That's true. So as someone who plays Hearthstone but have not gotten legend, let's say they introduced a cross-game promotion for Getting Legend. If I'm using Getting Legend as a yardstick, you know, I, I play, I go to the Hearthstone uh, meetups, I know a bunch of people who play, and it's a status thing. 
you know, you either have legend or you don't. Because once you own the card back, you can put that as your card back and it shows it off to anybody you're matched against. Sure. That you've gotten it. I don't have that, so I'm lacking. But now when I go to play WoW, now I'm also lacking. Because there's people who are in WoW showing off something that I don't have yet. I don't have the skill to get in WoW. So with with the cross-game promotions that they have now, the reason why they work is because they are not a yardstick. They're not, as you said, your geek flag. They are simply showing off just your love or your interest in a different game. If you have the Hearthsteed, all it says is, I play Hearthstone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You can use it to maybe strike up conversations with people that you've seen well, make connections that way, but you're not showing off a particular accomplishment that other people don't have. It's making it accessible. Yes. So if I see someone's got the cool mount, the Hearthsteed mount, I go, man, that's a cool mount. Where'd you get that? Well, I you know, got Hearthstone. Here, here's it at. And I go, ah, oh, I can do that. Okay, let me go do that. And you go do that real quick, and now you hit the mount, and it's something you feel good about. That's right now. All of the promotion items require players to simply try out another game. Now, I, I put that in air quotes because you might say, well, how is having to get to level 100 in World of Warcraft to get my... Ironside Dire Mountain Heroes of the Storm. How is that trying out the game? Uh, well, you could repurchase Legion and boost 100. And sure. There you go. Or you can really just consider, you know, getting getting a character to 100 is just the first step in accomplishing anything in the game. Right. So, for instance, what you're kind of saying is if you went and defeated Heroic Archimonde. And, and that gave you a mount in, in Heroes of the Storm, it'd be yeah. too unobtainable. Yeah. You know, because what they're trying to do is reward you for trying something out, not rewarding you for achieving a particular difficult goal. Same with, uh, I know there's a mount in Here's a Storm that you get for defeating uh, Malthiel in Diablo. But at what level? What do you mean by level? Uh, difficulty level. Any difficulty level. All right, well. I mean, you have to get to level 70, but honestly, if you've bought the game, you're going to get to level 70. I mean, it's it's not difficult just to quest through. But if they would require a certain paragon level, oh yeah, that'd be crazy. You know, a certain leaderboard, yeah. You know, it'd be different. All it's saying is, hey, I played Diablo. I did the quest line. I did the storyline. I, I did. And yeah, I finished it. I completed. It. Yeah. So I have this mount. Woohoo! And my other issue with this uh, post is that they're asking for a title, and there are a lot of titles that are available, and they're they've gotten a little bit easier to come by. You know, there's things like Crazy Cat Lady, or you just collect a bunch of cats. You have that one, don't you? I do. <laughs> That's one of my default ones. But regardless, a title is something that indicates a certain expertise, a certain time amount spent, and it's not something that you can just buy. What they give out now with cross-game promotions are mounts. You can buy a mount with real money, in Warcraft and Heroes of the Storm. You can buy a pet with real money in Warcraft. Things like banners in Diablo, uh, portraits in Heroes of the Storm, those are things that you might not be able to buy with real money, but they are 
cosmetic, and they're also very easily obtained. There are a ton of different portraits you can get in Heroes of the Storm for just, like, logging into the beta, making a purchase during the beta, making any purchase at all. Mm, true. Um, signing up for their Facebook promotion that they had, recruiting a friend. Yeah. You know, those There's aren't skill-based. They're action-based. Yeah. Yeah. Participation awards, basically. Participation ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> so what this person is suggesting that you take a reward within a game and you, that is giving players a goal. Like you get to legend, you get this card back. What that card back does, you know, does it actually give you any benefit in the game? No. It just shows people that you've reached a certain status, reach a certain rank. What they're suggesting is that, hey, it would give people even more incentive to do it if they get rewards in multiple games. It sounds kind of like a good idea on paper, but it's pretty bad. I agree. Yeah. Uh, specifically because, because of the title thing. It, it's, that's, that's where it went too far, in my opinion. If you want to ask for something in another game, by you know doing something pretty heroic in in, in another game, like in, in this case, you know, getting legendary status in Hearthstone, and wanting something pretty epic in other games, we have to look at it in a different way. Title too much. Should they be rewarded? Yeah, I don't know, maybe, but maybe something a little less. Maybe a, a tabard. You know, why don't you give him, like, a legendary tabard that looks like his Hearthstone card back? See, I still disagree with that because you're still having something in the game that, something in Warcraft, for example, that is only obtainable through uh, completing a difficult task in Hearthstone. All right, yeah, true. So you're still setting up an item that, for most people, can't be obtained. And if their motivation behind posting this is, which is what I think where it comes from, is that they don't think the card back reward that you get for reaching legend is worth the effort that it takes to get there. That is where I think is, is the long and short of it. And I agree. And what that tells me is that this guy doesn't have enough friends playing Hearthstone and he has more friends who play WoW. That's a possibility, yeah. So I want to show off. If I do something cool, I want to show it off. Yeah, I want to show it off. And I want to show it off and I want to get that recognition. Now, if I'm playing a bunch of strangers, I'm not going to get the recognition. They're not going to chat back with me. Well met. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no chatting. There's just well met. preset, yeah, yeah, preset like, emails. Great, thanks, buddy. Until they squelch you. Right. Yeah. But if I can take that achievement and show it off somehow in another game where my buddies are, and they go, oh, Root, check you out. The legendary root. Woo-woo. What's up, dude? <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, that's right. Represent. Show me some respect. But again, like you said at the very top of this discussion, if you play Warcraft, you don't play Hearthstone, you don't really care how much effort it takes to get there. Icky hick pickle. <laughs> you're not in, I will never say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not invested in the game. You're not interested in um, the goals and rewards of it. You're just not. No, you're not. Or else you'd be playing already. So brainstorming. You know, okay. Okay, so I do like the idea of revisiting cross-game promotions. You know, what are some other things they could do? 
Now, you mentioned something when we were talking off air about what if they gave you something for owning all the Blizzard titles? Yeah, like you go out and buy all the Blizzard games. And, you know, maybe they give you, I think, what do we say? Like the title? We actually use title. <laughs> Great. Uh, but we said something like the meteorologist or something, you know, yeah. a, a, a funny play on words for Blizzard. Snowcaller. Wait. <laughs> Yeah, something you know, yeah. so it's just something a little, a little interesting, you know. Yeah, I don't know about a title, but you know, what I would like to see promotional item. Okay, if we're going to talk about Blizzard games overall, not specific to WoW, promotional item that was dynamic and it lets you change parts of it. I like this idea already. Okay. So it might show up in WoW as a mount with a flag, similar to the BlizzCon bear with the murloc with the flag. Right. So I like the idea of the mount. Okay. But I think the mount starts bareback. All right. You get basically a naked mount, for lack of better words. So it's a horse of some kind, let's say, right? Yeah. No saddle, no bridle. No flag, no drapes, no wings, no nothing. Plain Jane, horse. If you have another game, you get to accessorize yours. So, StarCraft, cool breastplate for the horse. Hearthstone, cool saddle for the horse. Diablo. Cool wing set for the horse. Overwatch, cool head mount or head, uh, what's that, uh, armor for the horse. Who we got left? I think it's all of them. Say StarCraft? StarCraft's a breastplate. Um, Dabble. Dabble's the wings. Hearthstone. Hearthstone's a saddle. I I got them all. Wait, what would indicate that Hearthstone is the saddle? It would look like the Hearthstone leather case. How does the saddle look like a case? Other because it's leather. leather. And it has like the Hearthstone yeah, emblem any, in the side, you know? On the side of what? Uh, the, the side of the saddle that comes down where your legs are. Oh, okay. That's intriguing. So you're talking about one item that all the different parts come together. Yeah. What about something that is interchangeable so that you could um show off different like whatever mood you're in. Okay, sure. Okay. We'll take this still the same horse, okay, right? Okay. All right, all right. So you log into Hearthstone. How do you decide your mood in Hearthstone? Your card back. Yeah. Okay, so you change your card back. That affects the saddle on your horse. Oh, it, okay. it matches your oh, card okay. back. Okay, so Oh, oh, that's complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so you go into Diablo. You choose uh-huh. one of your your wings. I don't know what they have in Diablo. Your your banners. They have wings. Okay, your wings. You do your wings in Diablo. Your wings and your horse change. Oh. You go into StarCraft. You change a portrait in StarCraft. It changes your breastplate. You go into uh, Heroes of the Storm. Oh, did we mention Heroes? I think we left that one out. Oh, <laughs> out of all the ones. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you, you do some, whatever, your portrait, is that a thing in Heroes? Yeah, your portrait. Oh, uh, yeah. 
You change your portrait, maybe that's your flag you're talking about before it changes your flag. So anything that you change as your favorite whatever that you're showing off in the other games oh, I see. affects I see. this this meta mount. Oh, it's a meta mount. Oh. <laughs> it's the meta mount. All right. See, I was thinking something a little bit simpler. Oh, why do it simple? It's Blizzard. Because Come on. it's fun. I don't oh, okay, know. Fun. Okay. So you're going to build a bear? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. 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 Think about this, right? In WoW, you have, oh, you have a tabard. Okay. Okay. Or a tabard, as some people say. You can change what the tabard displays. Like, it can display the, the HOTS logo, or it could display the Diablo logo. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Or do the same thing with the cape. Make Basically, make a transmog item. I like it. Okay. I, I like it. All right. Uh, the, only, uh, the, only, uh, the only thing I don't like... Mm-hmm is how many people pay attention to a tabard or a cape. I know capes maybe because they're in your face a lot. Cause they're, well, you know. I don't know. I mean. But you see someone walk up on a horse that's all decked out, and you're like, what's going on? Okay, like I get it. But here's the thing. There's not something comparable in all the games. So if you are going to do a promotional item for obtaining all the Blizzard titles, you need something comparable in all the titles. My horse okay. has a breastplate of righteousness. Um, No. No? Okay. No. Okay. So think about this, right? All right. All games have something that is two-dimensional that you can display. They don't all have something three-dimensional. All right. So it'd be like giving too much reward in WoW that doesn't get balanced out, right? Okay. Yeah. In in our okay. in this example, it would be like the accumulation of everything would be in WoW. So yeah, 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 I yeah. Get you. Okay. So, so in WoW, it could be a tabard that you can change the logo out for just the basic logo of the different games. Um, in Hearthstone, it could be a card back where uh, the borders, um, the colors are like general Blizzard themed. Right. And then in the center has a cutout for a portrait that you can change to be um, different characters. So why not just like a simple, like what you're saying, a yeah. simple standard or battle standard that is cross game. It could appear on your board in Hearthstone, like off to the side somewhere, a little bounce. No, standard. nobody's there. No. Or you, okay, you could turn into your card back then. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. then and All then right. and then in WoW it could be a battle standard or a tabard or a cape. And then I in, like the tabard the best. Though. Okay, right. so WoW you like you have tabard. Yeah, and they okay. all look the same, right? You just design one master one, and it looks all the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, but you can but you can do different logos for different games. All right. Okay, um, Hearthstone you would have. Card backs the different characters from, from the Blizzard universes, but it basically just be different variations. Of I just one. had this crazy idea that, that you would get a card back for the the latest boss you defeated in WoW. No, 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 <laughs> nothing like that. Like if you don't defeat Archimon, you can't have the Archimon no, card no, back. No, 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 nothing like that. I'm talking about just like one or two characters from each. All right. Well, I mean, it's tricky because Hearthstone is already WoW. Yeah. So. But it could just be like the World of Warcraft logo. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. And then um, here's a Stormy of Portraits, which people see that when you're in group with them and also as your game is loading, your other teammates and your opponents see that. And Diablo, you have your banners, which I think they already have banners that show Warcraft stuff. Warcraft-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think if they're going to give you items for obtaining all the Blizzard titles, then you need to be able to obtain something in each game that's roughly comparable among each game. That makes sense. 
It doesn't, and, and and that's where the difficulty lies. Yeah. So I I don't think they have the programming honestly to like when you log into Warcraft, it has to like check to see what your card back is in Hearthstone. Probably not, but just do it. We can fantasize about it. Sure, <laughs> just do it. Yeah. I want my mid amount now. <laughs> And clearly, uh, Blizzard undervalues me as a customer because they have not made this made amount yet. Oh, well, clearly. 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 Yeah. <laughs> now we're just being facetious. Yes, I am. I am. You're mocking other forum posts. Maybe. Maybe just a little. Maybe. Just a little. But, yeah, I just think for this guy, uh, yeah, I really think what this is is his friends all play well. And he's doing really well in Hearthstone, but nobody else in his guild plays Hearthstone, and he wants to be able to show off to his friends in his guild that he's playing really well in Hearthstone. I think that's all it boils down to for this guy. Yeah, sounds about right. I do like your idea, though. The, the Tabard 2D. What's it called? The 2D idea? Yeah. Two, two, 2D? No. No, just 2D. Yeah. Tabard. <laughs> You're making fun of my 2D face character. What? What? You had yeah. a 2D face? No, I did. I didn't know about this. Yes, you did. Back oh. when I was um, uh, part of the Faces of Azeroth, I made a character, a mage, named 2D Face. Oh, that's right. And then I realized it just sounded weird, 2D Face. Yeah. Um, no, she's still there. What happened was I changed her name. Oh, to? Vanilla. Okay. So that's the I remember this now. It was, okay. a, it was a long time ago. Yeah. See, you had you had 2D Face like back in the mind somehow. Yeah. You just didn't know. That's probably right. Where it's from. <laughs> All right, so folks, let us know what you think about this whole uh, cross-game promotional. Did it go too far? Is the title too far? What isn't too far? Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. That's at HearthCast Root, at HearthCast Frag, or if you really want to, just add HearthCast. That'll work, too. This is the summer and fall. The rest of this year, really, this is the rest of the year to be a Blizzard fan, Freck. The summer shaping up to be awesome. The fall, just the rest of the year. Barely have time to breathe. So much going on. And not everything's even been announced yet that we know of for the rest of this year. What we do know is coming up here real quick is Hearthstone Whisper. We just got Hearthstone Whispers of the Old Gods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just released, so still uh, working through all that. Building decks Building and getting new, new decks, cards. Trying out standard mode. And also Diablo Season 6 is coming up on April 29th. Have you written uh, the end date for that? They announce it later, don't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they, don't, they don't give it right off the I'll bat. Keep, <laughs> keep your I'll eye. keep my eye <laughs> yeah, on that better. I'm going to check Diablo like every week. I'm not going to go, when's the end date? Yeah. <laughs> Overwatch Wreck is coming up May 24th, 2016. You can pre-order it now. You can try to win it through Taco Bell, which we both tried unsuccessfully today. Try that once a day. You can get a large drink, put in your code, text it to them, or you can go to the website and do it. But anyhow, that's coming out May 24th. The movie, of course, is June 10th. Oh, the movie. Yeah. There's, we're going to have a, a huge meetup for that. At least four people. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's going to be that's gonna be great. I've, I'm already decided we're seeing it twice. Have I mentioned that to you? Um, No. We're buying back-to-back tickets. Maybe okay. like a half hour, an hour between Wait. the shows. 
So not necessarily back to back, but why, why don't we like ha- watch it and then go eat and then watch? Okay, watch yeah, it. yeah. Okay, so we watch it, we discuss it, dinner, discuss, and go back and watch again. Okay, yeah. So okay, two hours between. Okay, Is that enough? Oh uh, yeah. Same theater. Sure. Cobb downtown. We can eat right there. We'll see. All right. <laughs> Legion will be joining us on August thirtieth, twenty sixteen. Which, as you pointed out. Maybe a literary illusion with that date. Yeah. There's a biblical reference in there. So was it like Luke 30, uh, 16? I am Legion. You're talking about, you know, it's talking about the, the, no, it was Luke 830. Oh, Luke 830. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. We're doing a little conspiracy theory over here of the date. Just a little. <laughs> just a little bit. But that's probably just whatever the hell it's happenstance don't read into that one and of course uh blizzcon november 4th and 5th 4th and 5th and i'm california and that's just what we know hearthstone diablo overwatch the movie legion blizzcon that's just stuff we know right now that's just the major stuff that's not counting like how many heroes are going to be released for heroes of the storm true New cards for Hearthstone and nerfs and pat buffs and it's gonna be great. A great end of a great year. So awesome. Gone before the storm. November third. And I'm California. Can't get away without mentioning Calm Before the Storm, Freck. Nope. Uh, that is going to be a fantastic party. That is put on by players for players. It is not an official Blizzard sponsored event, but it is chock a block full of Blizzard lovers. Yeah, it is. Had a blast there. We talked about it last episode a lot. But out of all the parties, I think that was my number two the entire time I was there. Definitely my number one for meeting people, but overall my number two party. So that was something, if it's not on your calendar, put it on your calendar. It's just the day before. So if you get into town a day early, come check us out. More details over at conbeforestorm.com. Hey, folks, don't forget, while you're out and about, go give us a rating on iTunes. Leave us a comment there, four or five stars, whatever you think is worth. The comments mean a lot to us. It lets us know how we're doing, and it also lets other potential listeners know if this is a show that they're going to like. And hey, if you don't want to leave a comment on iTunes, tell your guildmates, your raid team members, your auction house buddies, your work buddies, doesn't matter. Just tell another person about us. That helps our show grow, and we really do appreciate that. To all of our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter, we thank you so much for your inputs. I found out that uh, Freck, Spanky Hunter, and I have a little bit of something in common in the work world, like IRL stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So now I haven't really, you know, spoken work stuff, but yeah, we could. Oh. Yeah. We could talk all, talk all about like refrigeration and cooling units and stuff that just makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> But that's just one of the cool things you find out about people when you talk to them on Twitter. Like, you find out, hey, wait a minute, we have this other thing in common? How crazy is crazy, that? Crazy, yeah. 
say we do thank all of you guys uh, for your feedback and your interactions on both Facebook and Twitter. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash Hearthcast and using the offer code Hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grip Network. 